Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. You know what? If they say that video killed the radio star, it might have killed Christopher Cross's career. Had an awesome voice. That's also Michael McDonald on that song. Christopher Cross turning 71 years of age today. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Jam-packed show coming up. Full review of last night's disappointing. It was a disappointing performance from the Edmonton Oilers. They didn't get the victory. Uh, it was a close game, but the Oilers did not resemble the team we saw in the last two and a half months. Poor 5v5 showing, good special teams, and a uh, giveaway late in the game that unfortunately Oilers fans who are detractors of Mike Smith are sitting there saying, See? I told you. We'll see how Edmonton responds. Give the L.A. uh, Kings credit. Todd McClellan's squad came in. They executed a game plan. Philip Deneau was outstanding. Uh, John Quick was one save better, or perhaps one pass better, as Rob Brown mentioned last night in our postgame show, one pass better than Mike Smith. Speaking of uh, of Rob Brown, he will join us today from the Oilers Radio Network at 1235. It is a Tuesday. Sportsnet spec. We've had to move some... uh, Guests around today because of the availabilities for both Edmonton and L.A. The Kings up one game to nothing in the series by virtue of a 4-3 victory last night. For the horses and horse racing, Alberta Mark Spector at 105. At 135, Edmonton Oil Kings general manager Kurt Hill. They start their round two playoff series against the Red Deer Rebels on Thursday night here at Rogers Place. The two teams split 10 games during the regular season. And the Bakersfield Condors drop the puck tonight. Their best of three uh, playoff series against Abbotsford. All three games will be in Bakersfield. Bakersfield head coach Colin Chalk will join us at 145. So lots to get to. Here's how you get hold of us. You reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The River Cree is 100% restriction-free with daily food specials. Spectacular live music each weekend. Uh, they had ZZ Top there last weekend. For more information, head to the RiverCreeResort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780 496 
1-800-849-0063. I have a feeling the text line is going to be a little bit active today. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott, who's a huge part of the show, back in the 630 Chad Studios, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Brendan will be hosting uh, Thursday's show with a contribution from Cam Moon as well. Our top story, Edmonton drops the opening game of uh, their playoff series against the LA Kings, the final score 4-3. Top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no interest and no payments for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Before we get to some more thoughts on the game, we go down the path of the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Jack Michaels with the call last night. The Stanley Cup playoffs are here in front of 18,347. A sellout at Rogers Place. Stolen by Grunstrom. Rifles a shot. Rebound. What a save he made on Blake Lazat. And then covers at the side of the net. Mike Smith at the top of his game early on. Yamamoto spilled it in. Backhander McLeod denied by Jonathan Quick. Quick shot score. Trevor Moore. High glove. And the LA Kings have taken a 1-0 lead. Moore had a career year during the regular season and he has scored the first goal of this series exactly 11 minutes into the game. Now McDavid breaks loose to the net. Kulak a shot denied. Jonathan Quick point blank and he's got it. Hard rim by Russell around the boards. Settled by Edler behind the net. Short side rebound score. It's follow. What a setup to McDavid. Around two kings to the net. Reach shot score. An electrifying coast to coast rush by the best Captain Connor McDavid gets the Oilers on the board. Pump of the fist. It's two to one. Face-off win. Duncan Keith the drive. Tipped home. And we are tied. Tyler Yamamoto, the equalizer on the power play in the second unit, has even game one. The Kings have an on-man rush brewing. Here's an opening and a score. Brendan Lemieux between the wickets of Mike Smith. And the Kings have regained the lead at 3-2, answering a minute 11 after Edmonton had tied it. Yes, a Pugliarvi wiped out, and that led to a full, clean 3-on-2, and Mike Smith would like to have that one back. Jersey unable to clear, wobbled free, shoots and scores! Leon Dreisettle, what a break! The puck came out of the corner, bounced right to Leon Dreisettle, and he takes a swing at Dersey after the goal he just scored. You know, that first period, um, you know, we just getting our legs under us. Uh, second, you know, I thought we came out and, uh, you know, we're playing our game, so we need to keep that up and uh, move forward. And here come the Kings. Iafalo will snap it around the boards. Smith read the play, anticipated, turned it over. Iafalo launching save Smith. I can't believe the save he just made. He better make and that And then Dino chopped it over. A drive score. And L.A. has regained the lead 4-3. to three. Dino, I believe, with a t- 
just trying to make something happen. Obviously, trying to do too much there. And in, uh, in a tight game like that, you can't can't afford to make mistakes like that, and, and it ended up costing us the game. And obviously, Mike would like to have that that puck handle back, but uh, there was other stuff on that play too that uh, I think we can handle a little bit better. Bouchard back to the point. Twelve seconds. Bouchard loads side of the net. Back hitter Kane denied. Rebound Kane around the boards. Five seconds. Bouchard a blast. That stayed out and kept. Has come into Rogers' place and stolen game one, four to three. All right, uh, LA wins again. Brendan and myself will have our thoughts in a second. We're in the orders now. Audio Vault, Jay Woodcroft, orders head coach, had these comments following last night's game on the poor start in the recovery effort. I didn't uh, love the way we started the game. Obviously, we gave up a chance off uh, neutral zone face-off. Uh, we took an early penalty. Those type of things that allowed them to feel good in, at the start of the game. But um, I thought we worked our way in into things um, and found a way to compete. And uh, in the end, um, it came down to you know an error in the third period, and they capitalized on it. Well, there are lots of errors, lots of uncharacteristic errors, says Jay Woodcroft. I would say that it was a 3-3 hockey game, competitive on both sides. We had we had the opportunity to win that game um, on different occasions. I thought um, uh, in the end we made some mistakes that we haven't made um, over, over the last two months or so. There's areas that we can clean up for sure. Arnell Nurse, meanwhile, did play for the Edmonton Oilers last night, played over, as it turned out, 20 minutes in the hockey game to the tune of 20 minutes and 27 seconds. Did pick up an assist, albeit it was a Grant Fuhr assist. He left the puck for McDavid back in his own zone, and Connor went up the ice and beat five guys for a goal. Here's Jay Woodcroft on Nurse's performance last night. I thought there was some good stuff from Darnell tonight. Obviously, uh, he's been off the ice for a little bit over a week, and you know, there's moments uh, where he's just getting back up to speed. Um, we tried not to overuse him tonight, uh, but he was competitive, and um, you know, he's very good on our penalty kill. For Oilers netminer Mike Smith, he says uh, the team failed to manage the emotions in last night's game. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, it was it was bumping in there, and maybe to a fault, we were kind of come out and uh, and we were kind of running all over the place, and maybe got out of our structure a little bit just because it was so, you know, it was so energetic, and and you know the energy, you know, you obviously feed off that, and maybe they got us out of structure a little bit, but I think I mean it was unbelievable, like to 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 be out there and barely hear your heart beat is uh, is something that you just live for, and and why we play hockey. So it's good to have. Obviously, the fans back in the building, and and uh, you know the energy was unbelievable, and we want to keep that going. Next time, we'll hopefully get a win out of it. Meanwhile, added these thoughts: the Oilers captain on the Oilers start last night down two nothing early. Yeah, obviously we didn't have a great start. Um, you know, give up a few chances and, and find ourselves down too. So, you know, ultimately it's not a good enough start, and um, you know, in our home building, that's obviously what we want to do. So, something to work on. There are a couple things that McDavid liked in the Oilers' performance last night. Yeah, I liked our special teams. I thought, uh, you know, our power play kept us in it. Um, um, I liked how we battled back in the game. Um, you know, we didn't quit on it. Um, you know, there's things to like, and obviously there's things to not like. Um, you know, so like, like Smitty said, we'll learn from it and, uh, you know, take what, uh, you know, take what, uh, you know, we learned in game one and, and uh, apply it in game two.
referencing Smitty, Mike Smith, the Oilers netminder, said the Oilers have to have a short memory after a loss like last night. You can't do anything about it now. It's over. So I think it's uh, obviously it didn't go the way we wanted it to, but um, it's a long series, the long playoffs if you want to get to where we want to go. So I think no one would have thunk we would have won 16 straight. So I think it's it's some adversity early in the series, but it's nothing we haven't dealt with before, and, and uh, I'm sure we'll have to deal with it again on the way uh, on the journey here. So it's something we'll learn from, and we'll move on, and we'll worry about game two now. And Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft is confident in a bounce-back performance Wednesday. While there's some execution things that we can clean up, uh, it's hard to fault our, our effort our, or our enthusiasm in that game tonight. It's, we're disappointed with the result, but I have a strong faith in our ability to regenerate. And, um, you know, we'll pick some things that we need to improve, and we'll work at them, and we'll be better. All right, let's get to a couple uh, things here. Brutal start, and it started from the opening shift. And look, we have a lot of people. We have, it's funny. There are days where I think the fans are absolutely willing to be more critical at times of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle out of one heart trophies and, and absolve guys who are almost like they're sacred cows in this market. First shift of the game, and this got brought up to me uh, by both coaching staffs after last night's game. Alex Hedler ends up with a partial breakaway because Yessa Poliarvi's chasing the puck and the Oilers overload. And it was a tough night for Yessa Poliarvi. He only played 7.52. Now, I know he went dash too. I'm not going to blame the last one on him. I mean, Mike Smith's got to manage the puck better. And if you're a Mike Smith hater, you're going to say, see, he did it again. He did it again, Chicago, and he did it again, game one. Well, he did. So we'll see how he responds. He also had a 947 save percentage in his last 12 starts. The Oilers need something out of Pugliarvi. And uh, Pugliarvi started off tough right from the opening shift of the game. Uh, was fighting the puck and took himself, again, the, the, the coach's currency is ice time. So Jay Woodcroft is as aware of the analytics as any coach the Oilers have had in the last decade. Okay. He played, Paul Yarby played 752, read between the lines of what ha- what the Oilers thought of his performance last night. They need more from him. They also need more from their third line. Nugent Hopkins is another very popular player. And Ryan did some good work on the PK and the power play, no question. But that line of Nugent Hopkins, Fogel, and Ryan struggled. Uh, Nugent Hopkins and Ryan tend to think their way around the ice come playoff time. It's a quicker adjustment. You have less time to think. You got to make more decisive actions. You got to have your feet moving at all times. That line for me had a tough game. I think Darnell Nurse, all things considered, probably a couple times tried to do a little bit too much. Chris Russell, also relative to sort of how he's played of late, he had a tough night as well. Um, and when I look at the orders forwards overall, I mean McDavid played 25 minutes. He was hopping. He was making plays. Um, Ryan McLeod liked his game in the 12 minutes that he played. Didn't mind Cassian in the 10 minutes. McLeod and Cassian skated and got in on the forecheck. Dry settle. I think we all know he's playing with something right now. And ended up even on the night. Scored a power play goal. Ended up even in the face-off circle against the Oilers. You know, they got killed in the first period. They lost a ton of draws. They were lucky it was 2-1 after 1. They worked their way back into the game. The third goal for me, I wasn't happy on. And, and just back to Pugliarvi. Not at fault on. He got picked on the third L.A. goal. And maybe in the regular season, that's called a penalty. 
but it, you got to fight through that crap come playoff time. And the Oilers had some problems, uh, players that struggled to make adjustments. Uh, didn't mind Hyman's game, thought he was pretty relentless on the puck, uh, but the Oilers need, and obviously Yamamoto was uh, terrific for Edmonton. The line of Moore, who's a hell of a player, uh, along, what a signing for Rob Blake, the general manager of the LA Kings, getting Philip Deneau. We've talked about it all season long. It was a game changer for the Kings. And by the way, Byfield's going to be really good. They've got it perfectly insulated. And their D held up. Their young defense held up. And John Quick was one save and one pass better. Brendan, the floor's yours. you got a minute. Give me your thoughts. You were in the house last night. Yeah, well, I thought, again, Philip Deneau, he met, if not exceeded, expectations in terms of the checking matchup against, uh, you know, the McDavid and the dry saddles out there and and realistically I it's a tight series. It's a tight series in yep. terms of where they were in the standings, in terms of what's going to separate the goaltending. So I think we saw that on display. Um, but I was a little bit surprised, Bob, I've got to admit, in the team's uh, inability to manage what was a raucous house awesome crowd. in awesome there. Crowd. Yeah, it was uh, It was a lot of fun. I think that'll have a, a lot easier time settling in in Game 2. But encouraging things, and I thought that Yamamoto really rose to the occasion. That stood out to me. Anybody, like, hey... Yamamoto's a keeper. It's that simple. But Edmonton, Paul Yarvey has been knocked off the track basically since he's had COVID. Since, I would say since late, you know, I, I guess he got COVID when we were in Seattle. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping it's some combination of COVID and the lower body, but he has not been the same player he was in the first half of the year. And I know you can make an analytics argument to argue with it, but, you know, there's opportunity cost as well, and he had a really tough night last night. There was no way to justify the numbers in last night's game. And again, just watch the opening shift of the game. Mike, or I'll ask Rob Brown about this. He's coming up at 12:35. Mike Keenan would have benched him after that. Do you want to mention, fans? It's Oilers playoff time, and Ice District Plaza will be the epicenter of excitement with watch parties, hot food, cold beverages, live entertainment. This is the place for both home and away games. You can be a part of the action live from Ice District and come cheer on your Edmonton Oilers. And here's where we mentioned to you that the 2022 Edmonton Oilers playoff mega 50/50 is here. Nine early bird prizes daily and some huge jackpots expected. So you have more chances to win big. The playoffs make it 50-50 is in support of the Alberta Cancer Foundation and Kids with Cancer. Plus, purchase $100 or more of 50-50 tickets and get a $25 GC from the Canadian Brew House and a $25 GC from Boston Pizza. You can't beat that deal. When we come back, NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. All right, that's good, Ashley Fine Floors text line. Lorne, I've never received a text from a guy named Lorne before. Tends to be an older name. But anyways, Lorne says, Bob, how did the referees, did they make enough calls last night for you? Yeah. Both teams got four power plays. Both teams had plenty of opportunity, and I thought the officiating was a complete non-factor in last night's game. And then Lauren goes, quit making excuses for Bob. Now it's, or for the Oilers, Bob. Now it's the crowd. They were beaten by a better team last night. At what point did I blame last night's game on the uh, – are, are you hard of hearing, Lauren? I talked about how great the fans were. Uh, but thanks for uh, crawling out from wherever you've crawled out from, Lauren, because we haven't heard from you in uh, months and months and months. Love your energy. Keep bringing it. AJ says, Bob, I think JP needs to have a bit of bite in his game. I'm not asking him to be the second coming of Bob Probert, but, geez, man, you got the size. Use it. Uh, run over some guys instead of chick, uh, stick checking all the time from AJ. Here's my theory. Pogliarvi was a man-child at a young age over in Finland in not a very physical league. 
in this league, they hit back. My favorite player of the 1990s was Eric Lindros. He was a demolition man, a freak. They hit him back, too. That's what happens. You're right, AJ. Yes, Apoliarvi's got to add a little bit more bite to his lineup. Brendan, can you get NHL Today done for Elite Promotional Marketing in a minute? Your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. The floor is yours. All right. Uh, well, I'll skip over last night's results. Odds are, if you're listening to the show, you know what happened. But a uh, big night for David Perron. That was a Love hat him. trick for him in that big game for St. Louis. More postseason action tonight. The Rangers hosting Pittsburgh. Florida entertains Ovi in the Capitals. Colorado gets Nashville at home. And uh, Calgary and Dallas dropping the puck at 8 o'clock. Jared Spurgeon fined $5,000 for cross-checking the ankles of Pavel Bushnevich. Yeah, weird, nasty play from the Edmontonian playoff style. Uh, Patrick Maroon, Corey Perry, and Wayne Simmons all fined in the neighborhood of $2,500 for unsportsmanlike conduct in uh, Toronto's 5-0 blowout over Tampa. Bakersfield begin the Calder Cup playoffs tonight against Abbotsford on home ice. Colin Chalk, head coach, coming up at 1 145 to preview, and the Oil Kings get round two of the playoffs going on home ice Thursday and Saturday against Red Deer. Kurt Hill, GM, coming up at 135. Keep texting us. We'll get to him. I knew it was going to be feisty today. Rob Brown coming up from the Oilers Radio Network after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.